0: Morning. It is. Okay. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to another episode of the Black with me Robert and me Pete. Yes, the rock and the rock star once again. Um, <laughs> so originally it was myself and Moses this afternoon.
1: What, what was the dynamic duo name?
0: We didn't even mention that in the episode because, because Jamila was there so it wasn't technically just the two of us. Ah, fair enough. But if it was? it'll be the man-like and the kid Ah, (laughs) the I have to do it quickly (laughs) it's the man-like and the kid the girls love
1: okay I'm sure you know which one is sounds sounds delusional but cool
0: I know anyway so yeah Moses and I recorded an episode this afternoon Mm. one of the uh, one of the voices got corrupted and it just corrupted everything and then Peter tried to help us and then it got corrupted even more (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Yo. So right now. That,
1: that, that right should now. tell you about picking up um the first YouTube video that seems to suggest that it can solve your problem. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he only had like 3,000 subscribers anyway so that's, that should have been the first one in.
1: Yo, sometimes. You never know. You never know. But hey. Oh,
0: oh now we do. <laughs> now we do.
1: Now we do. Yeah.
0: Alright, so. Um so in the episode that got deleted we we're talking about Kanye's new album.
1: Mm.
0: And I doubt you listened to it. I did not. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no point even trying to go into that. Anyway, so let's go into um sorry, not sorry?
1: Okay. Yeah, cool. One, one for one.
0: one. Uh can you leave me to like host the, the thing please? Sorry? Can, can you leave me to I host? I was the asking,
1: thing. it was a question.
0: Gosh. But 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 I already said it and then you said one for one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so obviously there's there might be somewhat of a little delay because we're we're doing this via a hacked Skype recorder situation that I've put together, not knowing if it'll properly work. So yeah, I That's didn't gr- hear you say it, evidently. Gosh.
0: Well, you better listen loud and clear. Let yeah. those with ears hear. Anyway, Sensitive. I one. On. <laughs> Go first.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Um. Uh. So. I don't know if someone's mentioned this before But it was It was a weird question that someone said And I thought it would be interesting You know how Jesus was Mary's son Yep And when Gabriel came to give her the message He said The Holy Spirit shall come and overshadow you This actually may have been your question But Did Was Jesus the result of the Holy Spirit And Mary's egg Or was it entirely supernatural
0: Um. Oh I think it's entirely supernatural either way <laughs> <laughs> um, that's inter actually, the funny thing is I was actually thinking about this this afternoon
1: this um, afternoon, yeah, mad I'm
0: just, just like randomly um, I think I would go with he was part of Mary's egg
1: he was part of Mary's egg, yes, so that would mean the holy Spirit produced a sperm, yes, okay.
0: Okay. I only I only say that because um in the gene, in the genealogy mm. like Mary is is said to be his mother yeah. but Joseph is, is never mentioned as his father. So um I think that if she was just a surrogate mm. that would have been put in it, w- it wouldn't have been put in the genealogy that he was she she was his mother. Mm.
1: Okay. 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 I. I. On the other hand, I, I. actually think it was entirely supernatural. I don't think it was Mary's egg at all. Um, but I think it was. I think Mary was just a surrogate because, um, the genealogies actually there is a line through Joseph that also, um, entitles Christ to the throne of David, and then there's a line through Mary that also entitles Christ through uh, to the throne of David. So, it, for for yeah, me, but,
0: mm, yeah, but um, but with the line through joseph yeah um joseph isn't called his father Mm. um i think it's i I think it's through mary in both in both genealogies yeah but then i think
1: i think it's i think no, no no there's a genealogy that looks at joseph and and looks through joseph's line like specifically void of mary and sees him as the so him being joseph's son he isn't called his father, I need to check, but he isn't called his father, you're right. But I think um, I think Mary's called Jesus' mother in the same vein as Ishmael would have been Sarah's son, if that makes sense. So it would oh, have been... I, a,
0: I can check now, hold on. Mm. You keep talking. But then, oh.
1: but then, so you need to check the original Hebrew and then you need to compare the Greek word that was used for mother in okay. the okay. New Testament okay, with one. the Hebrew word that's used for... Mother, as it would have been if Hagar was to give their son to Abraham under
0: Sarah, almost. Get, in that, her lap. get that. Get that one. That I can't. <laughs> that one. That quickly.
1: Sorry, I, just, no I just rattle that off. But no, either way, either way. I know that you are right in that. I think it, it doesn't specifically say joseph is his dad but i think both genealogies give jesus um, entitlement to the throne and i think because of that it's he's equally related to both of them if that makes sense in the sense that mary was his surrogate mother uh, joseph was his legal father um yeah but then also um what was i going to say uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was entirely supernatural, and I'm going to do a bit of research on the words used and see if uh, I can find any proof of that. But I get your 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 thing here as well. Your 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 response is perfectly fine. Your guess is as good as mine in this situation. Yeah. Um. Be mindful of your mic, by the way, because you're starting to fade away.
0: Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Yeah, I'll check. I was, I was just looking at the Bible, my Bible quickly to see what it says.
1: Yeah. Whilst you're doing that, just to say to the listeners, again, this sort of stuff really isn't all that important. I think um, whether it was egg or no egg, you know, it, it was Jesus, really, and it was a virgin. Um, she was still a virgin by the time she'd given birth, so you know it does it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter but i think it's it's fun and it, it makes us steady a little bit more and the bible does say that it is um you know it's to the glory of god for him to hide a thing and it is the honor of kings to search that thing out so the more intense the more um intentional the more uh closer we can look at the text the better it is for us really um, because God has hidden gems in there and it's an honour for us to find them so you know like when when we do sorry not sorry and stuff like this if you guys are thinking does that really matter more often than not really it doesn't it's not it's not going to take you to hell what you believe but you know you could be blessed by what you find when you look at the word more closely alright
0: Robert Okay. Yeah. okay so this has to do with um, once we're all in heaven, you know, and and there's no more, no more death and everything. Mm. So like, so like we've got our bodies, everything is great. Yeah. And, there, yeah. So there's no more death. Death has been conquered. going well, has been conquered, because Jesus conquered death already. <laughs> but uh, but you know, once we get a second body, death is conquered. Mm-hmm. So, in the new heaven or like the new, the new, the like new Jerusalem mm-hmm. when we're, we're living cool, does that mean that? God no longer has the ability to kill anybody in the new in New Jerusalem. And if so, and if, if he can, does that mean that death technically is not conquered if people can still die? Wait,
1: okay. If that makes okay. Sense. Wait, wait, so that last <laughs> bit, start that last bit again.
0: Okay. So it does God still have will God still have the ability mm. to kill people in the New Jerusalem? And and if he can, does that mean that death has not technically been conquered? If death can still occur.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, hmm. can okay. So to answer the question, can God still kill people in heaven? Um, ooh, you know what. Off the top of my head, I would say yes. I would say God is still able to, you know, blink you out of existence because he brought you into existence. So can a poet erase a a, a mark from, you know, the, the, the piece he's working on? Yes, he can. Um, however, I'm I'm almost struck immediately because I was thinking, okay, so before human beings, when you look at all immortal, um, all immortal uh, um, um, creatures, i.e. angels... God never kills or never intends to kill the devil. Whether that is because he can and he chooses not to or it's because he can't having created them immortal, I'm not sure. But we always see that the the devil will be cast into a bottomless pit, you know, he's there's a there's a punishment laid out for him. And I don't know if it's because God had made him immortal and thus can't kill him or not that he can't kill him but if he's made him immortal he set the the rule for him to be immortal um or if it's because he can but you know punishment is more befitting for his crime i don't know um however i do think you know just by virtue of the fact that god is omnipotent and thus he's capable and powerful enough to do all things that erasing someone from existence is something he is capable of doing and it's not one of the things that he has um limited himself to not do like saying he is god he cannot lie he has limited himself to then say he can't lie um so that's something he's put the limit on but then um in his omnipotence uh, omnipotence omnipotence why can't i say that word uh i think he can he can destroy and kill and remove anything from existence so
0: yes do you think there's a difference between killing someone and obliterating them? Or do you think that that's just semantics? I think it's just semantics. Because we, we, we say
1: kill because we can't destroy everything. Like, you know, you kill someone, you burn them, you've still got ashes you need to get rid of. Like, you can get rid of them, but, you know, under the law of physics, you really haven't. They are still there somewhere. You know, if you if you're to even, you know, demolecularize them, they their their molecules are still there, or their atoms are still there. You can neither create nor destroy matter. it can only be transformed from one form to another, but God can completely remove, and so that's why I say um remove from existence because it's a more it's a more significant type of removal if that makes sense it does yeah, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Alright. That, that was a hard one actually. That was, that was, a, that was a pretty hard one. I'm gonna be thinking about that. And I'm gonna be thinking yeah. about
0: Mary's eggs as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, let's get into it. Easy. So we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about Kanye because
1: I'm um, unindi- I'm unind- I'm uneducated on him. Because
0: you're ignorant. So you're ignorant. You you are ignorant. <laughs>
1: Is that how you're saying or are you trying the American heck pronunciation? Yeah. Nah bruv you're just ignorant that's what you want I'm not ignorant I just don't want to listen to his album that's
0: all Okay Peter, the, 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 the 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 like let's just don't want us to argue about this so let's cool. Alright so I was talking to my work colleague on Friday mm. um, she's just come back from maternity leave Yeah, and we were just talking about um like the skills that children will have now Mm. Or things that we used to do as kids that they won't necessarily do. Yeah. I'm um, talking about how they are more likely to know how to, like, turn, like, lock off a call on a phone at like 18 months, which, which is something that we as children would have had no concept of of knowing how to do. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then we we're just talking about stuff like books.
1: Yeah.
0: And and how like. For like most of us, we enjoy having a physical book in our hand and reading it. Okay. But then in the future, like people will be like reading books of Kindles and, and, like, and like all that stuff and like everything's going to like technology. Mm-hmm. And so we're just having like a, a, a discussion about how do you find the balance between um, keeping things of the past whilst allowing children to to grow and keep up with things of the future? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And obviously this is something that you're going to have to deal with quite soon because you have a four, five month year old daughter. Uh five now. Five. Three, yeah. five yeah. months already. Indeed. That's crazy. Indeed. It's crazy. Yeah, so what are you, what are your thoughts? 'Cause like I know that you're a very techie person and and I know like in the past you you said that you want to your kids to learn how to like code and stuff. Yep but then (laughs) but then I think you can you can also appreciate things like having like physical books and and, like the written word Mm. so like how do you plan to like navigate between tech technology and I guess (laughs) non-technology for want of a better word
1: okay I mean for me so actually contrary to your your thoughts I actually have Essentially, gone completely paperless when it comes to my books. I don't. I don't do physical books anymore. Like my entire library is on my Kindle um, or on my Audible um, subscription. So, um, yeah. So I've actually one of those people. Sorry,
0: you're one of those people. I
1: am one of those people. So, so my my thing is, I think sometimes we we romanticize the past, and I think we we hold it in too high uh too, too high uh, a uh, we hold too high an opinion of the past because that's what we experience. Uh, if if I'm to ask, like you said, yeah, you know, some people appreciate having a physical book, um, but is there really any intrinsic value in having a book that isn't provided by having that same book on a digital format? Um. Yeah.
0: Um. I, and I would say that. Um, one, it means that I'm not looking at a screen all day long. Okay. You know, it gives you it gives you a break from screens, which like seems to be uh, like entire lives these um, these days. Mm. And uh, yeah, and yeah, it's just nice to be to be able to have a book in your hand. Yeah, but just- you
1: see, that's that's um, that's anecdotal. That's your experience that it's nice to have a book in your hand, because that's not obde- objectively true. Like, like that's not a that's, that's not a um, a worldwide fact. That's you in your experience where you are now. You prefer or you you enjoy having a book in your hand, but that doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily translate to every single human being in the world, does it?
0: It translates to all the the human beings that that are correct in their head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay <Robert.
0: laughs> okay okay then okay let's look at something like communication
1: well no actually so before before we move on because i do believe that there are things from the past that we should hold on to um and, and i i think it's about being intentional and being mindful so i think th- there are things that their generation will grow up with that we won't have grown up with and thus won't understand in the same way just as you said you know an 18 month year old might know how to or even zara's understanding you know to look at a phone and to realize that you need to turn it on and there's a button to do that and and stuff like that you know where we're showing her abcs on, on on our phones and stuff so she's even already you know becoming acclimatized to using such a device whereas it took us a little while to get there but in the same way as we are also you know exponentially better than our parents at using technology because they didn't grow up with it so i think there there's there's areas where that's that's acceptable and we just need to be mindful um and intentional about the the things that we allow them to um, interact with just because you know that's where they're going and that's where their employment would be and their schooling would be and all of those things but there are also things that i think have held true the bible hey, hold, being on, hold, on,
0: the- hold, on, hold on hold on just just before you go on but then wouldn't you but then couldn't the, you, you make the argument that because they're being raised with this new technology that they'll be able to outmaneuver you when it comes to you trying to protect them from all, all, all the technology
1: absolutely in the same way out moving out with my dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's, it's it's in that area it's one of two things i do have to try and be smart and be stay ahead of the curve um and i think that's an area where you know your parents may have done this and my my parents definitely did where they'll just be like oh the technology is too advanced oh no it's good it's bad it's bad it's bad and thus they didn't you know they didn't invest in learning it and and um and, you know, getting, getting familiar with it, and thus we're able to, you know, have one over them. I, on the other hand, can't take that approach. I need to try and stay ahead of the curve, try and stay, you know, as tech- technologically savvy as possible. And if you think about it, it's our age group that are building the tech. So we should, we. it's not out of our reach, you know, at least not yet. Um, but then at the same time, it's also recognising that, you know, there are many areas in which I would outmaneuver my dad just as you said um because he wasn't technical technologically savvy and it would be ignorant of me to think that my kids won't also be so advanced to outmaneuver me so the the other approach would be to try and then create a relationship where that's not necessary
0: oh.
1: and and pray that it never becomes necessary
0: yeah, but kids don't want to have relationships with with their parents like that.
1: Yeah, but that's the social that's the socially accepted norm. That doesn't necessarily have to be our situation. Isaac Isaac very much nearly got sacrificed and somehow his relationship with his dad didn't deteriorate, you know. So I, I
0: think I think you can't say that. You can't say that. There's what? nothing about that. Sorry? There's nothing about what that points to Isaac not hating abraham after but he got a second
1: no he's still called he's still called god my father's god
0: he's still called god
1: you know abraham's god and and um yeah i don't think you know he still he still married um uh rebecca who his dad had you know um sent his servant to go and bring like there's no indication that their relationship got soiled because of that experience
0: I and if, and even if it did
1: if if you're killing me for this God then why would I also worship this God if I didn't understand something about that relationship you know if, if something didn't change there because I to worship God yeah I guess so alright yeah. carry
0: on
1: so so I'm, I, what I'm saying is that's the socially accepted norm that kids are supposed to rebel against their parents but I, I don't I don't want to accept that as our reality that could be reality no. for 99% it doesn't have to be mine
0: I don't think it's so much rebel, but make their own way in the end yeah. of their. Parents.
1: Yeah, and, and that's that's what I'm saying is try and create a relationship where they feel they can still do that, but then not have to lock me out of it, or lock lock her mum out of it. And I will take wisdom, but I do believe that's possible.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, when you work out the problem, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. So you're talking about the Bible.
1: Yes, yes. So the Bible is one of those things where um, it's, you know, it's from the past, but it's also timeless. And so I think it should be carried forward. It will just mean that, you know, where I've got a physical Bible, I'm looking at one right now. Um, they might entirely and, you know, most of my the Bibles I actually use are digital now. So it might be that, you know, if they have the, you know, if their technology gets so advanced that you're taking a pill and, you know, you've got the Bible in your head, you know, she'll be the first one to get it. Um. Also, sorry.
0: That's so weird. (laughs) But But then, but then, don't you think like having the Bible so accessible has meant that people have gotten lazy when it comes to like memorizing and stuff like that?
1: No, not at all. Because memorizing was never really. I don't. I don't think so. I'm going to say something controversial now. I don't think memorizing was really necessary, because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will teach us everything that god has said and bring it to remembrance so your memorizing wasn't really necessary if the spirit's going to help you remember it it was just your sorry no go on go on it it was just your um availability and diligence in searching and in studying the scripture that was necessary
0: yeah and, and i think that because the bible has become so accessible people aren't being as diligent because they can think oh i can just google the verse find would person. i would
1: i would completely disagree with you there because now like like the fact that i can even say okay we need to check the greek and then check that against the hebrew that's only possible because of technology like that's there's there's no way i would have fathomed doing that back in ghana when you actually had to go to a library and grab an encyclopedia like i just didn't have the I mean, I was young at the time as well, but, you know, that, that just wasn't. It's so much easier to do now. Like, I could do it right now looking at my laptop. I could do it and, you know, grab this version, grab that commentary. Like, have you're, you're completely right in that it could have had that effect, but technology has always been amoral. So it's it's neither good nor bad. It just depends on how you use it. And where... Yeah. For every person that, you know, like you said, has become lazy and won't even read, will just Google something to find a verse that suits what they do. (laughs) I can imagine a few pastors are doing that. Just Googling verses that say something that, you know, ties in with whatever sermon they're trying to preach. Um, Yeah, man. But at the same time, for every person that does that, you've got a person that recognising the wealth recognises the wealth of information available to them now and uses it like I am so thankful for the internet and for the way technology has allowed for me to have you know 20 odd versions the literal translations the Greek lexicons the Hebrew dictionaries easily at my fingertips like nah I, I completely disagree with that it's made me a much better student
0: yeah it's made you a much better student but I feel like for every one of you there are like 20 or 30 other Christians who have become lax because of the accessibility.
1: Look, there will always be a narrow way and a broad way. And there will always be fewer people on the narrow way than there are on the broad. Oh
0: yeah, definitely. definitely. But but I'm I'm saying that I I feel like there's a correlation between like how much society has segregated to where it is with the amount of time people have spent with like studying their Bibles, so I feel like people have studied their Bibles less and less as years have gone on, which has led to an increase in the um, mockery.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're completely right. But what's you know whose fault is that? You know whose fault is that? Really, it's I, in my opinion, it's the fault of the churches and it's the fault of the pastors that you know don't spend as much time highlighting and exalting the Word for the incredible piece of um, of of of. Um, a uh, um, technological communication that it is. We the the the, the wealth of passes that you know will go a whole year never once preaching on why the Bible should be studied and will spend every week preaching about what you can get from God and taking verses out of context to say, go and then, you know, pay your, pay this offering or give this money to get this blessing. Or worse yet, be connected to this pastor, be connected to this prophet and prefer this guy over this guy. Nah, I don't think that's necessarily the fault of technology. I think that's the fault and the failure of pastors to preach, um, and, and to exalt the word and, and to make Berean-style noble Christians that want to search the scriptures and live biblically. I don't think that's technology's fault at all.
0: No. Yeah, but I feel like you, you can't put that much fault on the pastors. Definitely pap- pastors um, have some percentage of, of fault in that. Mm. But But, like, currently, like, I'm... Like I know how you feel about your pastors. Like, how your hey,
1: church. relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> but, but
0: but 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 they haven't made you any less diligent in in like studying the word.
1: No, no, no. But then that was my my diligence and my hunger for the word doesn't even come from me. That was a specific prayer that was answered. So that that's that's. But then again, you know that 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 came about by virtue of being around Christians that love their word and and feeling like okay this is necessary it's good to find this and i've found you know i just think yeah i i i think i think it falls down to the types of preachings that are going on and the fact that we're not exalting the word we're not we're not pushing Christians towards it like paul was saying you know the the bereans were more noble because they would hear but then they would search like we're not getting we're not getting those sort of those sort of um of comments we're just getting blessings 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 and god's an atm
0: oh no but but but, but i'm for like like the searches that the bereans had to do mm. is, is different from the searches we have to do because like for them if you wanted to search for something you had to go Go to the lab. You have to go get get out of the books and and cross office everything. Yeah. So you had to you had to have that desire within you mm. to want to do that. With Google, you don't even like really have to care. You can like put in like half a verse yeah. and it will come up.
1: Yeah. But then what's the problem with it being made easier? Like, so what what's what's your alternative?
0: Go back to go back to books. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so may intentionally make it harder for yourself to what to what effect
0: um to the effect of it will it will it will show how much you really want it if that makes sense (sighs) I feel like I feel like when stuff is easy for you or like really accessible then you start to take it for granted and so you don't feel like you need to um go as hard as it just like how just like how um Like, in, like, secondary school, you Mm -hmm. start off by learning how to, like, long division and, and like, how to do multiplication. But then once you learn how to get that, how to do it on the calculator, all the diligence you put into learning those different methods goes out the window because you can just do it as quickly on the calculator.
1: I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. But then I think maybe that should be... Because at the same time, you know, even with a calculator, you still have to be diligent and understand, you know, basics like um, bot mass or, you know, the the order of operations to use a calculator properly. So even though it makes it easier, you still have to be diligent. But I think, I think maybe it should be a thing of recognizing the stages that people are at and, you know, maybe making... I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that... I don't think it's ease has made it any less significant or any less incredible. And I think maybe that's the unique thing about the Bible in that the closer you, that the more you look at the Bible diligently, the more you study it diligently, the more you recognize that you need to study it diligently and the more you recognize that it is worth your attention, if that makes sense. So in in my opinion, anyone that comes to the Bible diligently, even if you're coming to a hard paper and you start studying it eventually you will start to realize how incredible this piece of text is and you'd want to get into it more i don't think having access to it should make it any less um any any less valuable and that's why i still come back to you know it's not being presented as valuable it's being presented as a means to an end which it shouldn't be
0: okay I guess we'll have to <laughs> agree to disagree. Agree to
1: disagree. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you're going to talk about communication.
0: Yeah. So, um, what's I going to say? Yeah. So, um, commun like, do not know what I'm saying? <laughs> communication. So, um, you know, as technology has has advanced, it's it's allowed us to be able to talk to people on the other side of the world, just mm. like that. Mm-hmm. So you hear the click just like that <laughs> but then um as a result people have lost the ability to to like communicate face to face and and even know how to hold proper conversations with each other mm. because it's just it, it's all done over phones over emojis so people aren't developing those skills mm. in the way that they would have had to in the past mm. Uh, I don't know why I was trying to make this point, but that's, 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 that's I, I guess
1: I guess you were, you were pointing to some of the negative effects that technology
0: has had. Yes, mm. thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you're you're right, you're right. But again, it, I think it's as opposed to viewing it as um, detrimental, which in some cases it can be. I think we should be more. Um, we should be more intentional about um, using it for its benefits. So I say that to say, like you, like you said, you know, we're, we're thinking about the fact that people are all on their phones and they're texting and they're, they're lacking um, human interaction, which is true. Um, but at the same time, being able to communicate via phone has become an incredible benefit to some people, like the fact that I can talk to people in Ghana, I can talk to people across the world that I would otherwise have to write a letter to that will take however many weeks to get there. You know, the fact that my daughter can be seen by my sister-in-law in in Ghana, you know, right now, literally, in a matter of seconds. You know, I, I think... We just have to, as opposed to just being negative about it, we have to look for how we can use it to complement, and we have to be intentional about it. And again, it comes back to you know societal norms and and what's accepted society-wise in saying, yeah, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. But we recognizing that I think we have to be different. Mm. Oh
0: no, like I'm not saying that 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 tech technology is bad. I'm saying that. And it becomes more and more amazing people become more and more lazy. that's what I'm saying
1: okay so here here's here's how I'm even approaching that so something like um you like literally okay, I don't know you've how long what's your longest stint in Ghana a year a year, so you've experienced like light off and stuff like that
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay, so for me and like people that may have done you know like I did secondary school in Ghana i did um, I was in Ghana for ten years. I did the whole three years in secondary school. things like going to fetch water um, finding tadpoles in the water that I was using for my food like we've been through hard kind of hardships if that makes sense we, we've yep. we've we've gone we've gone through that and that makes me appreciate what I have now in that you know the lights never go off here and stuff like that, but I know that I am capable of surviving without it because i've done that before now my daughter coming up here will not have those hardships but i have to be intentional about doing and that's why i talk about controlled adversity and being able to put her through things that will build those characters without her having to go through the you know the situations that built them in me for uh, for, mm -hmm.
0: even in the control situations that you would put her through yeah because you, because they controlled, so you won't get as as the same level of benefit that you did because you were. But like she'll, the, she get, she'll
1: get more bad. than nothing.
0: But is is more than nothing better than
1: better than what? Than better <laughs> than nothing? Yes, because, because <laughs> no, because 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 the the reality of the situation is I'm not going to go and dump her in Ghana because Ghana's changed as well. It's not even as bad as it was when I was growing up. So that whole situation, I can't recreate. I'm not going to turn off the lights and and just like, yeah, I didn't pay the electricity this month. So they cut us off so that you will go through what I went through. I'm not going to do that. It doesn't make sense. You know, but I can put her through martial arts and she can have a tough day at training or she can, you know, whatever she chooses to do sports wise. Or um, when she has a problem, I can say, I'm not going to solve this for you immediately i'm going to walk you through how you're going to solve it yourself and allow for you to experience that adversity even if it's not the same as what made me it's more than what your situation gives you because you're in a better situation than i was in if that makes sense it makes sense yeah so i i think i I just think we have to be intentional about about it and, and about how we use things and how we deal with our situation and not just romanticise our past but recognise that we're in a different situation and we still have to create good children, we still have to, um, you know, maintain human relationships, etc. Okay.
0: Um, How do you think art will be affected by the difference in technology?
1: Sorry? Art?
0: art so like creative outlets like Mm. um music poetry painting (laughs) because because I, i think we're we are potentially getting to that stage where we can program a robot to like create things that are more amazing than anything that is like humanly possible
1: oh i mean we've already got the i think i don't know if it's still there but you know the lions at trafalgar square Mm-hmm. They put in AI and um, things, some screens in there, and you go over there. You give them a few words, and they'll make a poem for you. Oh,
0: really?
1: Just, just by AI, literally, just you know, machine learning. Um, I think, I think art will, art will, I think art will always be, and, and I say this loosely. I don't really. Hold. I won't bet on this, but I think art will be the last thing to go at the very least. So even now, you will still pay more for a handmade card than you would just a printed one, if that makes sense. Like, for whatever reason, we still value the human input. And so I think art will at least be the last thing to go once AI is building buildings that are, you know, structurally safe. And, you know, it's it's eventually, I think, yeah, technology will make everything so much better, so much more efficient that it won't it won't be it will actually not be sensible for human beings to do it. But I think art will be the last thing that you know we still would be willing to pay for. We'll still be willing to um appreciate the human effort.
0: And I don't even know if I agree with that part of the list.
1: Oh, you don't agree with it?
0: I I feel like if it's a card made by your child, you're gonna think it's great.
1: Mm. Well no, I mean I'm even talking about like just market value. Like if you go into a shop, a handmade card is more often than not going to be more expensive than a, a printed one.
0: But doesn't mean that the, but but, but that handmade card will be will will sell better than the printed one will.
1: Maybe not. No, no, maybe not. But then there are other factors there. I just think the fact that you price it differently goes to say something in and of itself. It it right. might not be better, but for whatever reason, you know, it, handmade anything, handmade leather, handstone, you know, um, couches, beds, you put handmade on it and it suddenly makes it at least cost more, you know, just by market value. Um, whether or not that's truly indicative of it being better is a different case. But I think that goes to prove that we somehow value handmade better than we do, you know, factory produced.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll give
1: yeah. you that. Yeah. yeah. How how do you think it will be affected when um, AI is creating better poetry than you can?
0: Um, mm, I think that it will eventually cause people to revolt against technology.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So you think eventually. You
0: know. Yeah, I think eventually people will I think you'll have two two sets of people people that are enjoying the stuff that technology is like chilling out, and then there'll be people who would rather we go back to simpler days okay. okay and yeah i want to i don't think they'll go go all the way back to like being like the Amish people but <laughs> i think that that they 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 wanna want tech technology to have as much. Autonomy or ability or access to be able to do things as, as, as it would as it would eventually have
1: and and which which people group would you identify with?
0: Um, I think I'd also be like a middle group, and I'd probably be a little middle group
1: because
0: mm. yeah i I definitely like the stuff that tech technology comes with. But also, I I want to be able to do things for myself by myself as well. Mm. Fair enough. Kind of like, kind of like um, um, the difference between having like a car that can drive you everywhere and like being able to drive your own car. Mm. I'm sh- I'm sure, for, like for you, you would you would enjoy driving too much to ever want to give control to your car to get you from A to B.
1: Yes, but then, like, like the way I see it, at some point it will not be sensible to 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 do it myself. Like, if you have you watched iRobot before? I have. So you see the highways when it was like um, automated cars on those highways, and you've got like multi-level high-speed highways. Mm-hmm. When you've got cars talking to each other, and you've got like traffic collision avoidance systems, and all of those things going. You being a human being, are you're the more, you're the issue, you're the bug in the system, and so yeah.
0: But mm-hmm. but then by but then by taking away all these things, you're 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 removing all the things that are that that make us human.
1: No, come on, no, because, no, because cars, yeah. no cars were introduced. Cars were introduced as technology. And so they are going to evolve into more capable technology. That's just a natural evolution. That's not what makes you human.
0: No, but, 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 like, but, but like to, to be human is, is to be allowed to make mistakes. And if like, everything works so seamlessly that it cuts out all human error, then we're losing that part of us.
1: But what's, that, that, what, what's that part of us got to do with the highway system?
0: It's part of the human experience. Like oh, no, people,
1: no, because the highway system it, is technology. Sorry?
0: Sometimes people crash and die because, because they're being silly driving. And that's part of the human experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <the> in Utah. <guitar.
1: laughs> no, 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 no. No. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. It does. No, no, because... Nah, nah, I'm, I don't accept that at all. I don't accept that at all. You can still okay. be a human in your car whilst your car is driving you? (laughs) No,
0: because because you're being driven and then you're going to go somewhere. So, like, you're going to go to work, press a button, and then all the work will be done for you. Like, you're allowing machines to do everything that you want. So, what use is it for you to be living?
1: Well, that's that's the other thing as well. So, part of the... um, one One of the issues with AI and all of this is eventually when all the jobs are taken, you know human beings still will have to exist and that's where they talk about all this universal credit and I mean universal credit means something different in this country but that's where you know it's like you get paid to just exist because you don't have to work because all the work is being done elsewhere and I'll and be a class and like
0: you yeah, won't even well, to like, like create art because the art you create yeah. won't be as, as the ones that the robots are creating and you'll be trying to find ways to fulfill yourself
1: yeah, well, that nah. that's the question. That's the question. What what do you do then?
0: But... You killed the wrong
1: <laughs> I no. I think I think we'll adapt. I think we'll adapt to the situations that we're put in. And if that means you know, um, the next generation of human beings are more hunched over, having looked at their screens in their palms um, more and more, or we're more. We I I don't know how it's going to turn out. I just know we we will adapt, and we have to adapt to. Um, whatever the situation is I think there will be those of us that appreciate what was good in the past and are able to use it like I'll still train martial arts I might not be able to beat a robot you know because they might not feel pain but hell at least I all know that I can do it and whatever but I think we we will have to adapt to whatever the situation is really I think that's 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 where it ends up is we will be there thus we will have to exist and we'll figure out a way to do so
0: would it be a sin to yeah. <laughs> to what to to have relations with an android android machine once it gets to that stage <laughs> I uh, I'm because to... it's fornication it, because it, because fornication between mm. two two humans
1: well no because adultery is what you do in your mind isn't it it's like you've committed adultery, having looked lustfully upon another another woman. So, if I think it, it comes down to your own heart, really. So, if you're asking that, yeah, I think you can still, you know, you can still sin uh, having relations because you're not, you're still having sexual thoughts.
0: Um okay, but what okay, but, 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 but if your sexual thoughts are towards a robot that doesn't look human enough for, you, for, for it to be? yeah well
1: still that's that's given up the natural way of things isn't it that's what um oh that was mentioned uh detrimentally regarding is it the end days or is it the people of Sodom and Gomorrah it's it's one or the other where they'd given up the natural the natural order of things and become lovers of themselves and I think anytime you're given up the natural order of things you're given up um especially sexually you're given up the way that god instituted it and intended for it to be it's it's part of that sexual sin it's part of you sinning and it's no wonder then that sexual sin is a sin against your own body whereas all other things are sins against um you know externally externally affected so yeah i think it's still it's still it's still um it's still sin okay so sorry i cool. can't get away with that one what do you mean <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna say I'm gonna use the real quick <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. I think I think that's
0: enough. Uh, let's round up <laughs> yeah. um, hookups.
1: Hookups. All right. So my hookup was which you guys wanted to were plotting to split up. Um, my hookup was a podcast called The Black Berea, who are like I said, much much uh, similar to ourselves in that they are uh, try to look at the world and at culture through a biblical lens, um, but they are also. Uh, very much focused on the black experience, uh which makes their conversations um interesting in that regard. So yeah, check them okay. out. their are podcasts, wherever you listen to us, you can listen to them there.
0: And we said that you were highlighting a direct competitor to our podcast, which
1: is crazy. Yeah, but it's not competitor though, is it? It's I don't think it's not competition, like it's ministry, so I don't I don't I don't care.
0: Uh well I mean you can compete in ministry. You sound like the disciples
1: saying, Oh, we found people casting out demons in your name and we told them to stop because they were not with us.
0: Yeah.
1: And Jesus said, No, don't stop them. If they're not against us, they are for us. There you go. Nah, nah, There's bro. that biblical that biblical beef right there.
0: Um, I just need to make sure I I exercise more demons than anyone else. So I can get all the brandy points The
1: Good for you. Good for you.
0: Anyway, um I'll save my cup that I did last time in the one that got deleted for the next episode. (laughs) Um, Go listen to Kanye's album. "Jesus uses king. Is it any Um, good? It is... There'll be tracks on it that you like. I think as a whole you won't enjoy it. Um, Is it edifying? It's... It's Hillsong-level edifying. Hey...
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's so many levels of shots there.
0: So yeah, it's very, it's very surface level. Mm. Okay. But it's good, it's good. Like the first proper track, uh, I think it's called "Um Seller." Like I would legit say that is top ten Christian rap.
1: I I, th- I, think, I think I think Kanye just needs to go Bible study and keep quiet, as opposed to all of these things he's doing. But yeah,
0: fam, he's making art. Yeah, and it was it was it was good um, I think some people were expected, expecting him it, it to be like a theological masterpiece um, mm-hmm. if you're expecting that thing you don't know Kanye with
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and, and I feel like even if Kanye did have all that knowledge he, that's not how he would put it in a song mm-hmm. because that's just not how, how he does but definitely worth a listen or two with headphones because the production on it is amazing I mm-hmm. um, see but oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, actually, I think um, I do have Moses' hookup from this afternoon. Moses, he put it in the group.
1: It was an album by Willie Will, wasn't it?
0: Yes. um, It's The Gift by Willie Will. Mm. Um, He said you should listen to the interlude, which was, I think he said it was eight tracks in. Eight tracks in like an album that's got like 50 songs in it. I don't understand <laughs> this guy's life. <laughs> Um, but yeah so most of this hook up with the gift just okay. give it a listen it's very biologically phy- 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 dense mm. so make sure your bible ready mm. and some water maybe some alcohol just to
1: okay relax sure. relax with the heresy about what do you mean what why are you getting alcohol for What why would you want to inhibit yourself
0: sometimes you need some spirits to help with the spirit yeah watch what spirits you
1: you're, you're involved in <laughs> anyway
0: uh, Cool, anyway um, Shout out to you For the intro Out music mm. Kyle Turner Would be amazing logo You can find us At soundcloud.com Forward slash The Furnace No apostrophe On all good podcast Websites and apps The Black Furnace With an apostrophe That includes iTunes And Spotify mm. You can email us At tbsfurnace At hotmail.com You can tweet us At tbsfurnace No At the Blacksons Furnace No The Furnace UK Yeah That's everything
1: That is everything
0: great well we'll we'll be back to proper quality next time so just please bear with us
1: Uh, apologies apologies
0: all right cool then this is lax's furnace signing out
1: hello